Welcome to the Habits of Success podcast, where we talk about different habits and how you can use them to change your life. My name is Ian Warner, and I'm your host. And today, we're going to be talking about making habit adjustments. Now, I love, 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 love talking about this because, one, it helps you guys to see that I'm not perfect with this stuff, but also, I'm figuring it out as I go to some extent as well. And there's nothing more important to being able to build habits over the long run than being able to make adjustments to just where your life is. And sometimes people forget that part of being successful with a habit is setting yourself up for success. That's that's almost half the battle. So for example, if you want to start eating better, you want to eat less sugar, you want to um, you know, eat more lean meats or whatever the case is, right? The first step is setting yourself up to do that. If you want to stop eating sugar, but your house is full of sugar, guess what? It's going to be hard for you to do that because it's just all around you. You're going to have to exercise willpower every time you open the fridge, every time you open up your freezer, there's popsicles, every time you go to your cabinet and it's full of all this junk food, you're going to have to keep telling yourself, don't eat it, don't eat it, don't eat it. So the best way to set yourself up for success is to make an adjustment and remove all the sugar from your house. Because now at least if you want it, you're going to have to now get in your car, go to the store, drive and, and actually go and get it and bring it home. And now you see you've created more work in order to get something so simple. So now in my own life, and I mentioned this before, I had been struggling, struggling to get up on time. To get up at three recently has just been brutal. And like we're maybe like five weeks out from having another child. So there's going to be three kids in the house. And I, I know that I have to get this figured out before this kid comes because, uh, you know, you know how that goes. It's just going to get wilder in this house. So I had to make adjustments. And I was thinking back and I was like, man, wh- why has this been so hard for me? What would I do different? And I honestly couldn't remember. But I, I finally hit me and I'm like, I'm not setting myself up for success. So usually just when I walk into my room, so my side of the bed that I sleep on now is against the wall. And my wife sleeps on the other side. It, it used to be switched around, but um, on my wife's side where she sleeps now is where the crib is. So what I used to do, I used to sleep on her side and I put my alarm right on the edge of the crib. This is after uh, my daughter had already moved out of our room. And so her and my oldest were, are sleeping in one room together now. So after that, I would put my phone there. When we knew we were having another baby, we were like, oh, we got to switch because so my wife could be closer to the baby. So I sleep on the side of the wall, which there's nothing, there's nowhere to put my phone. So stick with me here. So because there's nowhere to put my phone, I started putting it on the floor beside the bed. But it's really easy to just hit snooze and not leave the bed. And something I had always done, like when I started getting up at three, one big thing I always did was I would put my phone far enough from the bed that I had to get up to get it. So then there was no, oh man, I don't want to come out of the the cold. So I just had forgot about that. Life just goes on and you're not thinking about it. And my all-time... Like, and this is the beauty of tracking habits right here because you can just look at the numbers. So all time, I get up on time 65% of the time. But in the last month, it's been 43%. So there's been a clear drop off. And I would say the previous month to that has probably been very similar. So there's been a clear drop off in how frequent I'm getting up on time. So the last night I, I was talking to my wife about it and I said, you know what? I'm putting, I, I started putting my phone now in the closet so that 
not only do I have to get up, but it's also high up. So I kind of have to search for it. And then by the time I'm done searching for it and turning it off, like I'm up, like that's a wrap. I'm not, I'm not going back to bed. And yeah, I made that adjustment and I was successful. Now, here's the thing. I'll keep you updated if it keeps working. I'm pretty sure it is because I, I've done this before, but I just forgot about it. But my point is when, where I'm going with this is too many people start tracking habits. And it's almost like to them, seeing the number, the concrete numbers makes them feel like a failure. So they just quit. And it's such a weird thing to me because the point of tracking your habits is to know where you are failing so you can make those adjustments. Like, yes, it's great to be able to check things off and be 100% on stuff, something for the whole year. Like, that's fantastic. And the reality is, if you're hitting something that frequently, you probably don't, like I was talking to my dad about that. So like, you probably don't really need to track it, but it's just nice to see so you know when you miss it. So for example, for me, I'm pretty locked into reading my Bible every day. Like, I don't really need a reminder to do that. I'm going to do it regardless. And this podcast is kind of the same. But the reason why I like to track it is because I like to know when I miss. Like, I can look back in the last year, and I know every single day that I did not do this podcast. And there's not very many of them. And that's that's how I like it. <laughs> um, so tracking your habits is valuable because it helps you to make improvements and adjustments. If you see your you hit something 99% of the time, then all of a sudden the last month you hit it 70%. Well, why was there a 20% drop off? Like what, what did you do differently? All of a sudden that brought you from doing it almost all the time to missing a significant chunk. And then you look at that and then you're like, okay, you can start thinking about how do I adjust? How do I get back to what I was doing before? What has changed in my life? Because sometimes you can't go back to how it was before because something just changed in your life. Maybe you got married. Maybe you had kids. Maybe uh, you've been really sick and, and something is, is off or what, whatever the case is. You have to understand, okay, my life's a little bit different now. How do I adjust to this so I, I can still be successful with this habit? That is what habit tracking is all about. And I think sometimes people miss that. They miss, they think it's just about like patting yourself on the back every morning and saying, oh yeah, look all the cool things I did. It's like, yes, that is part of it. And and you want to build that momentum and you want to be successful, but it's also about catching the negative stuff and saying, whoa, this is going in a direction I don't like. What adjustment can I make to make sure that we're we're improving this? And if you're getting a little bit better at each habit and getting a little bit closer to each one being you know, 100% for the week, 100% for the week, 100% for the week, then you know you're really moving and making progress towards your 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 goals. If your habits are set up right, and when you're making progress towards your goals, that means you're making progress towards your short-term goals, you're making progress towards your long-term goals. When you're making progress towards your long-term goals, you're making progress towards your mission. It all builds into each other. It all fits. It all makes sense. And we keep rolling on this. It's as simple as that. Like there, there really is not um, that much more to it. So uh, one thing I really want you to do is if you are tracking your habits currently, go into the app, look at your stats, look at where you're at, figure out where things are may- maybe be dropping off. Maybe this whole virus, maybe staying at home has made change things for the better or for the worse. Look at the numbers, uh, look at where you're at um, all time. It, you know, you can click on each habit. You can get the all time stats, the monthly stats, the weekly st- weekly stats, or when you go to stats itself, you can see what it is for all the habits all put together. So you can just know um, how you've been doing overall. And it will be extremely helpful in helping you to make the necessary adjustments. And all of this stuff is like things that What's nice about taking habit mastery and getting in the course is that it really does lay out just the grand picture of what we're doing here. Because once you understand the grand picture of of habits and 
you 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 really grasp the fact that your entire life is developed and made based off your habits. Like you want your tomorrow to look a certain way, but your tomorrow is simply going to be made by what you do today, and your today is simply going to be made by what you habitually do. Anybody can do something one time, but can you show up and do it every single day for the next five years? That's what we're trying to get to. That's what we're building to. So if you go to course.thehabitstacker.com, and I'll put it in the show notes here, you can click straight to it, but it's just course.thehabitstacker.com. It'll bring you straight to it, and you can jump in and start building these habits for the better.